Thanks so much for coming by today. Welcome to Zenful Conversations. We're here in this group every single day having conversations about strengthening our relationship with ourselves is really what it comes down to fully inhabiting this body and enjoying life the best we can, maybe being at peace with ourselves and in this world. Um, we are in our sixth year and today is day number 1,802, 1,802. Thank you for coming by. Um, the book we're reading this year, the day book that we're receiving the messages from this year are offered to us by Mark Nepo. And the book is The Book of Awakening. The Book of Awakening by Mark Nepo. This book is described as having the life you want by being present to the life you have. And this is a very subtle and subdued conversation this year. The messages we need to, in order for us to fully receive the message, we kind of have to release some of this outside stimulation. So this year is going to ask us to drop inwards, coming home to ourselves. And honestly, I thought that I was a little afraid of that to start with. I thought, well, this is going to be boring. But quite honestly, I can't even feel anything better than the way this past couple of days have been feeling. I, I think if we allow ourselves to come back home, to come into our soul again, it will change our lives. And so I'm going to put the music on and hopefully it should be at a level to where you can hear me and the music and one is not, um, ah, I can, one is not too overbearing music's not too loud it's a little bit harder for me to hear what you hear with the setup that I have but I'm trusting that is all okay let me down one more there we go if you come on if you would let me know if you can hear me you don't quite see me There we are. Deborah, hi. Yes, I wanted to get back to you too. Congratulations on uh, on that gig at Hartwood. So this message is asking us to drop inward. So let's take a moment and connect with our breath. Just allow us, all our thoughts to just let all this stimulation out here be. It's not going anywhere. It'll be there. We're just asking ourselves to let it go and be there for a few minutes while we drop into our bodies and in with our breath and just bring it in, bring it in so we can hear the message that's offered us today. The message for this January 3rd is titled Unlearning Back to God. Unlearning Back to God. The coming to consciousness is not a discovery of some new thing. 
it is a long and painful return to that which has always been. Helen Luke offered us that quote. Each person is born with an unencumbered spot, free of expectation and regret, free of ambition and embarrassment, free of fear and worry, an umbilical spot of grace where we were each first touched by God. And if you remember a couple days ago, when we started this conversation on January 1st, we said that this may trigger us in some sense uh, at times, this conversation this year. And I have found that the word God seems to do that from time to time. So we're talking about our higher power, our higher selves, universal intelligence, Whatever this force is, is what we're tuning into. And so whenever we do get triggered, because we will, whenever we do, we can recognize it because we're listening intently and something will woo, snap us right out of that message. I don't like that. So we can recognize that and say, okay, maybe I don't like it. But let me hear what he's got to share, because Mark Nepo has a lot to share in this book. So, it's an umbilical spot of grace where we were each first touched by God. It is this spot of grace that issues peace. Psychologists call this spot the psyche, theologians call it the soul, Jung calls it the seat of the unconsciousness, Hindu masters call it Atman, Buddhists call it Dharma, Real, Real calls it inwardness, Sufis call it Qalb, and Jesus calls it the center of our love. To know this spot of inwardness is to know who we are, not by surface markers of identity, not by where we work or what we wear or how we like to be addressed but by feeling our place in relation to the infinite and by inhabiting it, by inhabiting this space in us. This is a hard, lifelong task. I'm going to rephrase that. This is a lifelong practice of this most beautiful art. For the nature of becoming is a constant filming over of where we began, where we begin, while the nature of being is a constant erosion of what is not essential. 
Each of us lives in the midst of this ongoing tension, growing tarnished or covered over, only to be worn back to that incorruptible spot of grace at our core. Flow back and forth. There's the labyrinth. We walk and we think we're close. Next thing you know, we're all the way over here. We keep bringing it back. When the film is worn through, we have moments of enlightenment. We have moments, moments of enlightenment, moments of wholeness, moments of satori, as the Zen sages term it, moments of clear living when inner meets outer. Moments of full integrity of being, moments of complete oneness, mind, body, spirit alive. And whether the film is a veil of culture, of memory, of mental or religious training, of trauma, or sophistication. The removal of that film and the restoration of that timeless spot of grace is the goal of all therapy and education. Regardless of the subject matter, this is the only thing worth teaching: how to uncover that original center. And how to live there once it's restored. We call the filming over a deadening of the heart, and the process of return, whether brought about through suffering or through love, is how we unlearn our way back to God. So let's talk about this for a moment. Um, I believe what I've experienced, anyway, is this thing called practice. The more we practice, whatever it is, the better we get at it, and that's absolutely beautiful because it allows people like me to be pretty darn good at a few things I never thought I was capable of. And the practice is not anything hard and fast. It's it's your own. You get to craft it into something exquisite. And so the question I think of today is: Do we practice this mind, body, spirit alignment? Is there any way we can strengthen this practice of this coming on home? Do we allow ourselves enough space in our lives for this? Because our lives are works. The the speed of life has gotten ridiculous, and let's just say it's not going to slow down. You see the inventions of everything, and it's just bringing things faster, right? 
So this is a practice that, for me, I think is vital to our well-being.、Um, not only that is it is it vital to our well-being, but it actually truly allows me to enjoy life so much more. So much more. <clears throat> um. I love this last little bit. He says here, "Excuse me. Regardless of the subject matter, this is the only thing worth teaching." Yes, they all teach. Come home to the breath. They all teach it. How to uncover that original center, and how to live there. One sits. Restored. So he also says in this、um, the filming. You know, this is our conditioning. This is、uh, other people's thoughts that we've adopted and things that no longer serve us. This is what we're talking about: the things that no longer serve us. These things, the things that perhaps I once believed were true because my ex-husband. Told me so, and then I realized that not that it's not that for me. That's not my reality. Maybe it is his, and he's welcome to it. But this is releasing takes some practice too,、um, and whether it's brought about through suffering or through love, sometimes it takes a crisis to allow ourselves to come that deep again. Um, and sometimes we can just decide to do it because we love ourselves, and、um, whatever the reason, whether it's brought about through suffering or through love, is how we unlearn our way back to this space. And I don't see any converse any conversation right now, so we're gonna just. Uh, I don't see anyone saying anything. No, I do see four comments. Oh,、uh, turn it down a bit, you say, Lordy, Lordy. Sorry about that. I hope it was.、Um, hope that you could hear it. There, let's do that one.、Um, so he offers us. Mark Nepo offers us a、um, a little meditation. So if you're available to do that meditation. Please allow yourself this couple breaths to really absorb. Thank you, Cam,、uh, to absorb what he's trying to tell us. And if you're not able to, maybe just think about it, because we want to understand what he's trying to tell us this year. So, breathe your way beneath your troubles for a minute, the way a diver slips to the depths of stillness. That is always waiting beneath the churning of the waves.、So、we just want to go under. Now, consider two things that you love doing, such as running or drawing or singing, bird watching, gardening or reading. And think about what it is that is in each of these that makes you feel alive. 
Think about what it is that's in these things that make you feel alive. Hold what they have in common before you. Hold it. Hold it. Have a connection with it. Feel it. And breathing slowly, feel the spot of grace these dear things mirror within you. And then slowly come back. Um, unlearning, unlearning is definitely a process. Uh, finally, re- learning to enjoy it. Some, um, and I'm looking forward to to this year. I really think this is an amazing year of conversation. Um, I want to go on to the journaling prompt now. And the journaling prompt this year is offered from. The three six five spiritual journal um, awareness questions for the soul, and it's brought to us by Zen Mirrors. And I just want to go over the Zen saying, and uh, before before we go into these journaling prompts, because I think that it helps us remember: before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. enlightenment chop wood carry water so I think what is important about what I'm saying here is this part what is the difference or what is the point if both before and after involve doing the same exact thing And the difference is in the being, not the doing. The difference is not in what's being done, but who, who is doing it. This is about who this lets us become, and that's why I think this is going to be a crazy powerful message this year. The journaling prompt that we're offered for day three of this brand new beautiful year is: write down a big worry that you currently have. What is a big worry that you currently have? And then write down three different ways to look at it. Oh. So that's interesting. How in the world can I expand my brain to look at this worry differently? I have my worry right in my head. Right comes to right to mind my top worry that I work with to release. It's some of these worries、uh, don't involve things we have control over. And for the life of me, right now, I'm not thinking how I can look at it any differently than the way I see it. If we remember a couple years' conversation, the perception we talked about perception a lot. We get to choose the way we see things. 
So I'm going into this journaling prompt, asking me to write three different ways to look at it. And I remember one of the scenarios we were talking about was we were looking at this apple tree, and we would swear on everything that I got every last apple off of it. From where I stand, there's not an apple left on this tree. But then all we have to do is shift the way we see something. So we shift it just a little bit, and oh my gosh, there's a whole slew more of them. And that, I guess, made an impact on me about how, if we just shift a little bit, we can see things differently. So write down a big worry that you currently have, and then write down three different ways to look at it. And we can find out stuff about ourselves. We can actually probably, you know what? If there's different ways to look at it, we create our own reality. Maybe it's not a worry. Maybe we don't have to. Lose so much of our energy on this. Maybe we can find a softer way to to breathe with that worry, because these worries drain us a lot, drain so much of our energy. This is a worthwhile journaling prompt,、um, and a pretty interesting one, I think. At that,、uh, very interesting. So,、um, thank you so much for being here, Kim. I don't know is today. You're, yeah, you're off. You're off of work today, or at lunch, or something like that. But、um, thank you all so much for coming by, Deb. Thanks for being here. And、um, if you have not noticed in the group, the Doctor Darcy Lord is in the group, and、um, I think it's such a wonderful idea to invite her in like this. I hope you're enjoying what she's sharing with us, and I hope we really this year. Understand what it means to love ourselves because it is the key. It is absolutely the key. And I'll be on later this afternoon. Thank you for the love. I'll be on later this afternoon with my little spiel about、um, self-love practice principle number two for self-love practice, and that one is make your inner guidance your highest authority. Hi, Rachel. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for being here, ladies. Thanks for your loving support, and I'll see you guys later. In deep gratitude. Namaste. Namaste.